party time. I'm welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. It's Wednesday hump day. We're going to get into it. Uh, but before we do, uh, let me remind you over there, the Puppet Master Mark and uh, Super Chris Cruz, Let's Love Brandon at the helm, driving us in the nether regions of all things insanity. That's right. We're going to upload everything into the mothership here. Sarah Gonzalez in the hot seat. I'll get to you in a minute. Actually, I'm going to get to you right now because i got a question. Okay. Why do your people want to have a quinceanera outside my hotel room at 730 in the morning in the hallway when they should be in the rooms cleaning I, I'm serious. They are knocking on my There's door. There's a lot to unpack in what you just said, 8 Chad. 8 a.m. 8 a.m. And I, I have a dog in my hotel yes. room. I have a dog that is the second most aggressive, fearless breed in the world. Those dachshunds, those miniature dachshunds will come after you. And when, <clears throat> when Biscuit hears that, 8 a.m., yeah. really? 8 a.m.? Nobody checks out at 8 a.m.? No. No. And then they want to have a little party. A little party out there by the soaps and the conditioners and the towels. <laughs> And the nappy naps, they want to have a, they like, dicka, 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 dicka. and I walked out of there. Normally I tip, normally I tip. This morning I did not tip. Normally I leave a $20 bill in the room for whoever's going to clean the room, mm-hmm. okay? Because mm-hmm. I'm like that. Yeah. I'm generous. You are. Hey, I just, quite honestly, I don't know if you know this or not, I'm quite generous. <laughs> and I, this morning, hell no. I was like, hell no. I left an empty pizza box for them too. And I walked out and they're like, dicka, 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 whatever that stuff y'all talk. And I dicka, 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 dicka. And I just glared. Spanish. I was like, ooh. And they glared back. Really? Yeah. They glared back at me. Wow. But I promise you, I won the staring contest. We are very loud. Uh-huh. And I'm like, can y'all celebrate Cinco de Mayo somewhere else? <laughs> I mean, we don't celebrate wow, Cinco de Mayo Wow, they were so loud talking. And I mean, they were just giving it down the road, just chuckling it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, their job is to clean up after you slobs. They got to make... Well, that is indeed well, they their gotta job. they got to make it fun. It's not like Mike Rowe is out there <laughs> telecasting, putting on a program of how dirty their job is. I'm just saying, you got to make mean, it fun. They're just trying to make it fun and entertaining. At 8 a.m.? That would not be my preferred time. I mean, time. I was up since 4, but still, <clears throat> 8 a.m.? Like, eh, right. Ugh. Yeah, you had already been up for 4 hours. No, the hours thing that bugs me is wanna... not the noise. The thing that is, it drives my dog crazy. Mm-hmm. So now my dog has PTS, okay? It just, my dog is just struggling. Now, my dog is now identifying as a chihuahua. That's how much Spanish the dog heard this morning in the hotel <laughs> hallway, okay? Shakes all over like a little thing that's got too many brains crammed you're, into it. You're just mad because you don't like brown people. That's no, what I'm hearing from I'd, you. I'll tell you why I'm mad. It's not just the brown people. It's the president of the United States. I This oh. whole week, I cannot get over this President's Day thing. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just want to talk. You, you go back to texting. Talk to your people. <laughs> I, I just find it odd, Sarah. I find it odd that neither Joe Biden, who's the president of the United States, or Vice President Kamala Harris, at any point in time ever acknowledged President's Day or even said anything about Washington's birthday for that matter. I mean, what kind of country, let me ask you, what kind of country do we live in when the president and the vice president of the United States of America refuse to acknowledge President's Day? Uh, as my friend Christopher Tremogli says so eloquently in the uh, article he wrote this week in the Washington Examiner, he said, both Biden and Harris frequently release statements to observe holidays. For example, to commemorate Black History Month. Other holidays they've honored uh, in the same way were LGBT Pride Month, National Hispanic Heritage Month. They even, they even mentioned Juneteenth. But a date set aside for George Washington's birthday or Lincoln's birthday, it wasn't important enough for them to even mention it. In fact, it wasn't even important enough for them to be in the country. Biden even celebrated the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, but not Lincoln or Washington. 
Now, incidentally, on a day meant to honor our country's greatest leaders, Biden and Harris were too busy focusing on a war in Ukraine, a tragic and immoral act of aggression by Russia, we have to say that, but also one that has nothing to do with the United States. So Biden spent President's Day in Ukraine. His statements, his social media posts, everything were about his visit to Ukraine. He didn't even find a spare minute, a moment, to pay tribute to Washington or Lincoln, which, again, he's not the one doing the tweeting. I get that. I understand that. So that reveals to me there's an agenda by this administration. Now, the reason that this is so significantly sad and pisses me off is because what this is, folks, if you look through the smoke and mirrors, it's a slight towards history. It's just one more attempt on the part of progressives to erase our nation's past. Now, we are in an outright revolt against our history. I don't understand it, but I, I get why they're doing it. I don't appreciate it. And it's one of the greatest tactics used against society. You cause people to forget their past so that you can affect their future. Now, are there bad things in our history? I shouldn't have to say that. Of course there are. But rather than learn from it, they don't want to do that. If you don't like it, they just rewrite it or just completely ignore it and hope that maybe it will go away. So they ignore President's Day. They ignore people like Washington and Lincoln. Well, Washington was a slave owner. We've got to forget him. See, history is not just about dates and dead people, folks. To me, history is not so much about people at all, but rather how God in his providence has led flawed people into their destiny in spite of their failures. So to forget history is in many ways another attempt to eradicate God from our society. The Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 10, he said, moreover, brothers, I would not that you should be ignorant. These things were our examples. All these things happened unto them for examples, and they are written for our admonition. He's talking about the past of his people. See, history causes you to do four things. It causes you to look back. It causes you to look up. It causes you to look within, and it causes you to look forward. Okay? You, you look back at your past. You look up towards God, see what he's doing. You look within yourself to see if there's something that needs to change inside of you. And then you look towards a destiny and a future. You're rewriting books, tearing down statues, or failing to acknowledge the men and women who have made us what we are today is a denial of God's activity in human hearts throughout history. It's a dis and it's a disrespectful denial of the foundations upon which our lives and liberties are built. Guys, we got to get past this because it's the tendency... Here's the thing. It's the tendency of weak men like Joe Biden to be threatened by the great men that have gone before. So their lives, people like George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, their lives are a shining example that put a spotlight on the inadequacies of the current generation. And so rather than make yourself better, you just eradicate the former generation. Rather than make yourself be better so as to attain and perhaps even surpass the greatness they displayed and gave you an example and a pattern to follow. Instead, we choose to forget them or erase them altogether so that we ourselves will not have to strive for anything beyond our own level of mediocrity. So to forget history or, or to refuse to acknowledge it is in many ways our own attempt to play God ourselves. You know, it's, it's not about erasing history. It's about remembering it better. That's the deal. That, that's the deal, Sarah. So, you know, we talk about, oh, well, we don't want to talk about um, Robert E. Lee. Well, why don't you talk about the man and everything he did? I, it, don't gloss over the ugly parts. Let's talk about everything the, the man was and everything the man did. You might find that, that, that overall he wasn't a bad person in history. Yeah, he, he might have found himself on the wrong side of history in, in many ways. You know what I'm saying? But isn't it interesting, though, 
Like name name a bad guy from history. Name a, like who stands out? Who name a bad person from history? Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> or or it doesn't even have to be American, just a bad person. Like Hitler. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um I I was sitting there talking about I was sitting there thinking, like we don't eradicate history in that and when it comes to people like Hitler. Mm-hmm. You can't build a Holocaust museum without Hitler. Mm-hmm. You walk through a Holocaust museum, how many pictures of Hitler are you going to see? Um, we don't eradicate that. Um, look at other people that uh, haven't been erased. You know, let's see. Um, Osama bin Laden. I'm, Voldemort. <laughs> I mean, the, him whose name shall not be what mentioned, right? Yeah. You know how they finally defeated Voldemort? You know how, you know how Harry Potter finally beat him? He said his name and brought him in and, and <laughs> so he could deal with him. There's a great, a great, there's a great lesson to be taught from that now, someone out there is like god i was just gonna watch that movie yeah i mean after 19 <laughs> movies they finally said the name voldemort and he shows up so they can beat him the pharaohs of history of, of egypt's history all right the pharaohs whenever a person became pharaoh when a man became pharaoh you know what they did they carved the names of in the images of the old pharaohs off the wall so that you'd forget they ever existed. That's what Joe Biden's doing. He doesn't want to talk about Washington or Lincoln. That's what all these people are. That's what, and it's not Joe. Joe's not smart enough, okay? He's not with it, but his administration is. This, the woke progressives in America, that's what they're trying to do. They want you to forget these people. It is a literal whitewashing of history. Um, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Mm. We remember that bad guy, right? And, and whether he acted alone or not, you remember, right. he, he was a bad dude. Mm-hmm. You remember that guy. You can't tell the story of JFK without mentioning the bad guy. You can't do it. The CIA. <laughs> Those are some bad guys. Oh, I mean Lee Harvey Oswald. Those are some bad guys. Yeah. Um, uh, there was a guy on the street in New York City, and uh, he wanted an autograph from John Lennon. And uh, he got it. And then John and Yoko went to the <clears throat> studio and came back five hours later, and as they were walking into their apartment, uh, Mark David Chapman shot him in the back four times. And you remember Mark David Chapman? He's a bad guy. You can't tell the story of John Lennon. You can't read a biography or any, hear the story of John Lennon without Mark David Chapman. Um, Ronald Reagan. What about John Hinckley? I, I love the fact that, put up the picture of John Hinckley there. I know we got a picture in there of John. Look at that. That's the picture of John Hinckley we have. The guy that almost <laughs> killed Ronald Reagan. <laughs> With his guitar there. <laughs> this guy turned it into a career. Um, hey, I'll, t- I'll give you a bad person from history that we, that we can't get past. Margaret Sanger, the founder mm. of Planned Parenthood. Now, obviously, she was a women's rights advocate in the early 20th century. She's an influential writer. She was a nurse. She advocated for sex education, birth control. She popularized the term birth control. The organization she founded in 1921 is the modern-day Planned Parenthood. Every year, Planned Parenthood presents the Margaret Sanger Award to recognize leadership, excellence, and outstanding contributions to the reproductive health and rights movement. Hillary Clinton was a recipient of the Margaret Sanger Award in 2009. Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, she won the award in 2014. But she was also a bigot. Mm-hmm. She was also a racist. She was a supporter of eugenics. She believed in radical population control to perfect the design of the human race. Among her writings, she wrote that the United States should bar certain immigrants, quote, whose condition is known to be de- detrimental to the stamina of the race, such as feeble-minded idiots, morons, insane, syphilitic, epileptic, criminal, professional, prostitutes, and others in this class barred by the immigration laws of 1924, end quote. 
Abortion should be used to, quote, defend the unborn against their own disabilities. In other words, she disa the disabled should be killed. In her book, The Woman uh, and the New Race, she wrote, birth control itself often denounced as a violation of natural law is nothing more or less than the facilitation of the process of weeding out the unfit, of preventing the birth of defectives or of those who will become defectives. She was an advocate for people needing a license to reproduce. She advocated for a baby code which would move for selective births and protect society against the propagation of the incre and increase of the unfit. She's honored. Today we honor that woman. I mean, she, she gets $1.5 billion. Her organization receives it, taxpayer dollars between 2013 and 2015. But you don't ever talk about her extremism, do you? Mm -hmm. But mention Robert E. Lee. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So why do we remember part of Sanger's history, but we insist on forgetting the other parts? Why do we, why do we get rid of Because it, the whole story needs to be told. That's my point. And Joe Biden and Kamala Harris just decided to just forget a major part of America's history on President's Day. Take off to Ukraine and kiss that ass and promise more money and forget the founder of our country. And uh, that, folks, is why it pisses me off. It pisses me off. All right. Well. Amen. I'll let you talk in the next segment, Sarah. <laughs> Despite the U.S. blowing through $31.4 trillion debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House will refuse, still refuses to reduce spending uh, while our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand. When it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's time to pull yours out. And uh, now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is king. It's dependable. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or a 401k into an IRA in precious metals. And here's what you need to do. Text CHAD, I spell it CHAD. Text CHAD to 989898. Get your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of their precious metals experts and specialists. So think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000 each. And it's only getting worse every day. So protect yourself with gold. By texting Chad to 989898. They got an A plus Better Business Bureau rating and thousands of happy customers with countless five star reviews. You can trust Birch Gold to protect your future by texting my name, Chad, to 989898 today. We'll be right back. I don't know if you guys saw the clip or not. I'm sure you all have by now. Certainly we've all posted it. But uh, Joe Biden leaving Warsaw, Poland, getting on Air Force One, fell up the stairs again. <laughs> he fell up the stairs. There he is. Oh, falling up the stairs. Oh, there we keep on going. Uh, boy, I tell you what, that you know what it was is he couldn't overcompensate for that lighter wallet uh, after <laughs> leaving Ukraine. He gave all his money away and he didn't have a counterbalance in that no. back pocket. 10% for the big guy just doesn't keep your ass balanced the I, way it used to. I disagree, Chad. That you don't was think not so? his money. That was our money. Oh, our his money. wallet well, is way, fine. It's it's quite his, intact. His is okay. It's uh, it's our wallets yeah. that are suffering. That's the guy out there erasing your history yes. right there. That's the guy who's who's choosing to not honor American history. He's a president of Ukraine at this point. Speaking of, uh, let me show. Did you, did you get him? The uh, speaking of funny stuff from history, uh, Chris went across to the uh, to the American Experience Museum over there. American Journey. Yeah. American Journey. This is one of my favorite things. This over there, right here. Uh, of course, if you're ever here and you want to go to schedule an appointment, 
take a yeah. tour over there the american journey uh here at mercury one whoa this is a Chad's ballot this is a history this is a german ballot right here this is the voting ballot for adolf hitler okay now if you'll notice if you'll notice there's a big circle and there's a little circle the little the, the big circle is for yes <laughs> the little circle is for a no nine nine and so uh adolf hitler right here and it says uh, there's the big one and of course there's an x in the big circle there that somebody did with a pencil and i love that they did it with a pencil because somebody could just go in and erase that and put it in <laughs> in another place if they wanted to but you think you think men aren't evil? Let me tell you something. We know Hitler is, but you think men aren't evil? By the way, we just found out that Eric Swalwell outspent Representative Eric Swalwell of California outspent Nancy Pelosi using campaign funds while on the campaign trail. Spent over five hundred and twenty-two thousand no. dollars on lavish hotels. He tried to pay a babysitter with campaign donations. No, we just found that out today. We just found that out. Eric, piece of garbage, fang fang. Was the wow. babysitter Chinese? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He tried to pay the Chinese spy. But uh, you think people aren't evil and manipulate things. Oh, elections aren't rigged? Never. Uh-uh. Look at that. Look at the big circle. That, to me, is sad, tragic, but yet you have to admit historically hilarious. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, yes. you were, the, people, the average person could look at that and be like, um, well, okay. Um, but look at this. On, on another note, look, this is this is a brick. It says Lincoln. You can't really see it with that lighting. I'm trying to angle it, or we can. Was it better like that? So this is this is a brick from Lincoln's tomb. Here, this is a little block, little marble block. Looks like a, bar, a jar, a, a bar of soap. Looks like a bar of soap, doesn't it? <laughs> but that's that's from that's from actual Lincoln's tomb. This is this is a this is a, an amazing piece of history right here. This is uh, George Washington's uh, landscaping compass here. That's so cool. See that? That is so cool. I mean, that you you could dust that for fingerprints, and you know who'd show up? George Washington. <laughs> George Washington. So you can't erase that history, folks. There it is, right there. That's living history. Um, and uh, even got his little signature down there at the bottom. You know why? Because these people existed. Yep. Let me prove to you they existed. And, and why they should be remembered. And listen, Lincoln was not the great savior of America that everybody wants to purport him to be. He, did, he didn't end slavery. We've talked about this on the show before. The 13th Amendment ended slavery. Um, but he was the guy who was there when, when the stuff went down. And uh, anyway, that's another story. But let me show you this. You still, you don't just erase history. You tell it right this right here, this is a cuff. This is a shirt cuff. The button is still on it here. And the buttonhole is here. And it's written on there. This was cut off of Lincoln's shirt, off of his body, the night he was executed. So assassinated. That's so wild. Not executed. I don't know what I'm thinking about. Still got my brain around these assassins in the deal. Uh, but uh, assassinated. And it's written on there that this is a shirt cuff. The night when he was uh, assassinated by John Wilkes Booth. And it literally has a, you can see the crease of the cuff right here, which is a, a streak of his own blood. That's so crazy. I mean, that is that is Abraham Lincoln's DNA right there inside of that. Because, again, these men, these women existed. History matters.
And I go back to what I said earlier, man. This is about God's providential direction of human history. It's, some of it's very beautiful. Some of it's very ugly. But every bit of it is worth telling and telling accurately and exploring. Because, again, it's not about dead people and dates. These days, we're more interested, Sarah, in pop culture. Yeah, and look uh, how far our society is, has fallen as a result of that. We've, we've really got a misplaced sense of importance mm -hmm. on things. We really do. Um, you know, this, you want, and listen, why would you expect somebody to even tell an accurate portrayal of history when they can't tell an accurate portrayal of their history of their own life? So Joe Biden went to a black church. He beat up corn pop. He grew up in a Hispanic neighborhood. And then, wait a minute, apparently when he was in Poland, this guy is the consummate politician, man. He becomes the chameleon. He becomes like anybody he's around. Uh, apparently, he had, he's, he's, he's a little Polish, too. Play that clip. Third one down. As a young man, I was uh, born in a coal town of Scranton, Pennsylvania, northeastern Pennsylvania, in an Irish Catholic neighborhood. Then when coal died, we moved down to Delaware, to a town called Claymont, Delaware, which was a working class town. And, uh, but everybody in town was either Polish or Italian. I grew up feeling self-conscious. My name didn't end in SKI or, or no. Wow. Golly. He grew up self-aware that his name, his last name, didn't end. <laughs> like a... Like... <laughs> what the hell is wrong with this man? How much time do you have? I mean... <laughs> I don't even know. Like, that is so... It's not racist. It's just... I mean... I mean, it's, it, it's, it's very... I mean, I, my buddy Greg Mozakevich, right, lived down the hall from me when I was in college. M-O-S-A-K-E-W-I-C-Z is how you spelled his last name. And, I mean, it was very Polish. <laughs> he knew that. He knew all the best Polak jokes, too. I wouldn't put it past Joe Biden to start Polak jokes right there in the middle of that, right, while he was in Warsaw. I mean, I wouldn't put it past the guy. Hey, let me tell you, well, I heard some good ones in the neighborhood, you know. But instead, I felt self-conscious that my last name didn't end. And then he goes off with Polish stereotypes on their names. Right. Uh, 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 uh. I mean, it is so cringeworthy at this point that I just can't. So I don't really want that guy telling my history. He can't even tell his own damn history. He can't even tell his own present. Yeah. Of course he can't tell his own I mean, history. The guy lied about corn pop. Yeah. And, but guy, by the way, guys, if y'all thought, thought that was a true story, that wasn't a true story about corn pop. That was manufactured. The whole deal, wrapping a chain around his wrist and saying, you know, whatever. Um, so many of these different things that I mean, look, the guy plagiarized in college. He plagiarized his president. That's why he dropped out of the presidential race years ago, because they caught him plagiarizing. And lying about where he was. He was top of his class. No, he wasn't. So, I, again, the guy can't tell his own history, much less yours. Um, but the problem is, this is the guy who not only doesn't know his own history or our history, but is determining our future, Sarah. 
Um, I'm aware. That's this is why I'm so stuff. scared. Yes, it this really is. This is scary is. stuff. <laughs> Woo. Um, so uh, play that very first clip you got on the list there about the Russian invasion. Play it. When Russia invaded, it wasn't just Ukraine being tested. The whole world faced a test for the ages. Europe was being tested. America was being tested. NATO was being tested. All democracies are being tested. And the questions we faced were as simple as they were profound. Would we respond? Or would we look the other way? Would we be strong? Or would we be weak? Would be you, we would, be, would we be all of our allies? Would be united or divided? <laughs> One year later, we know the answer. I can't stand this guy. I told you guys earlier this week, I said, I, I understand why people got Trump derangement syndrome. I'm getting Biden derangement syndrome, but I'm not deranged. Well, you have a good cause for it, right? I, well, These my thing is, are... like, in my brain at this point, I'm like, okay, listen, this guy's been in D.C. for 50 years. If you go back, you could go back. There's, there's, there's recordings of me giving public speeches and addresses and sermons and messages and teachings. There's, there's recordings. I, I could give them to you. I, we should play that on a show one time. I would love to hear that. Um, I have got tons of recordings from back when I was 19 years old, 18, 19 years old. Yes, my, my you know, ability to enunciate has changed a little bit. I don't drop my R's as bad as I did having grown up in Georgia. Um, but you can still tell it's me. Yeah. How is it that Joe Biden sounds completely different now when he gives a speech than he did, say, 30 years ago, 20 years ago? Well, because he's 250 years old. And maybe a whole different human and being. <laughs> honestly. I mean, it could be. I don't could know. Be. Because it's like, I look at this guy and I'm like, I know he's had some plastic surgery done and some facelifts and all this. But I, but still, how does he even talk? He doesn't even talk. He, he used to actually be same. able to talk okay. Yes, yes. He, I mean, he's always been a doofus, right? He's but, always been a little stupid. Right. But now, he, politically, politically not, but right. just an ignoramus. Right, right. Set, put his foot in his mouth, said stupid things, yeah. right? He's, all, he's always done he's that. He's always been racial jungle Joe. <laughs> yes, but... Or uh, stand up, whoever the <laughs> yeah the guy in the wheelchair was, <laughs> or but, dead people in the room. Right, right. But I'm or eulogizing Robert Byrd. But I mean, even Grand his, Poobah, right? His his cadence and it's completely different. It's very different. Ah, anyway, they will say, "Well, it's a stutter." Now nah, that ain't it. <sighs> I love that. It ain't. It, that ain't it. He folks. completely forgets where he's at, and they're like, "No, he, he yeah. just has a stutter problem." How dare you, ableist? Yeah, and I love the fact he well, fall. He falls up Air Force One. He just has a stutter. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> he stuttered up them steps, didn't he? <laughs> stuttered his old ass right up them steps. I, I'm an ageist too in that regard. <laughs> Me the man's too. 700 years old. He looks like a crypt keeper, <laughs> and and he stuttered his ass right up those stairs. <laughs> And there he goes again. It's just his stutter. <laughs> Leave him alone. Uh, just his stutter. You know in his brain he's going, shit. <laughs> That's going to be all over the news again tomorrow. <laughs> That's what came out of him when he missed that step. <laughs> ah, you know what would help Joe is Chamonix. He needs some genius. He does. Cell. 
He needs some genius. He really does. That immediate he, effects. He does. I need some too. My neck is getting all iggy biggy. Look at all that. Stop doing I that. I do it though. I use a genius. I love that stuff. I, I was, use it too. C, CJ was getting, uh, she was getting ready the other night. We were going out. We was going to pate. And she's like, do you have any more of the Chamonix? And I was like, as a matter of fact, I do. That is so funny. I went in my little stash. You, sh you share skin products. I give her, yeah. That's adorable. Her, it's, her mother, she and her mother fight over it. <laughs> and then I don't give away my stuff, like my under the eyes stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I keep all that. Um, but if you want great skincare, uh, I, I, that's a great testimony. But the um, Faith in North Carolina, she said, my husband and I both noticed that our skin is softer and smoother after having used the Genucel products faithfully for a few weeks. Our skin looks brighter. Our wrinkles look softer, less noticeable, and the bags under my eyes are less visible. So happy. Best of all, they're easy to use and apply even for my husband. Genucel products target all your problem areas like Mary's plus dark spots, skin redness, and even a sagging jawline. Genucel works for men and women of all skin types. And uh, with its immediate effects, see results in 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. Right now, Genucel's most popular package includes their new probiotic extract moisturizer for visibly healthier, more youthful looking skin, absolutely free with every most popular package order. So I want you to go to genucel.com slash watch chat, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com, genucel.com slash watch chat. Get a surprise savings at checkout. And for a limited, limited time, any subscription order includes a free beauty box plus free shipping. Genucel.com slash watch chat. That's genucel.com slash watch chat. Be right back. If you hang around me long enough, you know that I love making fun of the royal family. I do, because I hate those people. Um, and don't care if you love them. It wasn't long ago that their bloodline tried to oppress yours. So um, screw them. And sure. I love watching their progeny suffer. So <laughs> I want to uh, play a little clip for you that you've probably seen by now. The uh, the creators of South Park took a little stab at ex-royals uh Harry and Meghan Markle. I think that's Harry's last name now. But, uh, you know, Harry came <laughs> Harry out Markle. with a new book called Spare. He's used to being second his entire life. So play the clip. Toronto, it's good morning, Canada. It has been several months now since our beloved queen has died. All Canadians are finding it hard to go on. All Canadians, that is, except for our first guest, the prince and his wife. <laughs> we want privacy. We want privacy. Right, thanks for having us on the show. It's so awesome to be here. It's great. So let me start with you, Sam. You've lived a life with the royal family. You've had everything handed to you, but you say your life has been hard, and now you've written all about it in your new book, Wee. <laughs> yes, that's right, friend. You see, my wife and I are totally like you should write a book because your family like stupid, and then so are like journalists. So you hate journalists. That's right. And now you wrote a book that reports on the lives of the royal family. Right. So you're a journalist. We just want to be normal people. All this attention is so hard. Isn't it true, sir, that your questionable wife has her own TV show and hangs out with celebrities and does fashion magazines? What are you suggesting? Well, I just think some people might say that your Instagram-loving bitch wife actually doesn't want her privacy. <laughs> How dare you, sir? My Instagram-loving bitch wife has always wanted her privacy! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, those boys are on point with South so Park. Good. I'm telling you. You remember that uh, scene at the end of Back to the Future where Doc Brown comes back and, and uh, Marty goes, he goes, we got to go back. We got to go back to the future. And Marty goes, what's wrong? Did we become assholes or something? He goes, it's not you, Marty. It's your kids, Marty. Something's got to be done about your kids. Okay. Well, 
Somebody ought to invent a time travel tale so they could just go back and give this type of warning to a younger and still breathing version of Queen Elizabeth because <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> Prince Harry sucks at being a human being right about now. He and old uh, Bridezilla ball and chain he's beholden to have decided that the best possible way to cap off their whining book tour of America is to threaten a lawsuit against the makers of the show South Park. Now, some of their people were threatening the lawsuit. Megan's now come out and corrected that. So we didn't we didn't care about a lawsuit, but yeah. You know, anyway, South Park, they did the whole deal right here. These greedy attention seeking whores that most assuredly are and that they are. And and they gave Meghan Markle the sads over it for several days. She's still talking about it. And uh, maybe they want a little money to compensate for, you know, whatever. Uh, Now, if you roll your eyes at this, as Sarah just did, you probably understand that the not-so-royal family of Megan and her bitch have uh, about as much chance of winning a lawsuit against Trey Parker and Matt Stone over something they did in their wildly popular show as they do of figuring out which of the two of them old Prince Andrew would have liked to butt-diddle first when they were much younger. First, I have to admit, though, um, I don't know why we've made such a fuss about these two uh, dueling menstruating uteri. I get it. I really do. Prince was uh, Prince Harry was second place his whole life, and now he's all grown up and has to play second place to his smoking hot and equally crazy wife, who is no doubt leads him around by whatever appendage happens to be facing her at any given time. Uh, in his book Spare, he talks about all the people he envied and wanted attention from throughout his life. And make no mistake, he's been through some shit. I mean, you don't have your mom go out like that, like she did tragically at the hands of booze and rabid journalists, without something turning out wonky inside you. And sure, uh, a little bit of that can be fascinating. But look, sometimes it's nice to look at someone like that and remind ourselves that money problems are no money problems. We could have a lot worse off in our own lives. But beyond that, I confess that I see very little relevance to their story, especially as it plays out in the United States and not in England. So remember, this is the life that they chose because they didn't want to be around the royal family anymore. And by the way, I get that too. A bunch of pasty-faced old patricians with genes of Habsburgian, so Habsburgian and inbred that they should be canoeing down a river when, with a shotgun in search of a pretty mouth to make a secret make squeal like a pig you say oh they're racist well guess what these folks are so white they're racist against a good tan line look the bottom line is these two people still take a dump probably almost every day sometimes two or three times a day and when they do they do it by pulling their pants down both legs at a time just like the rest of us and by god when they have from the depths of their own innards at last poured forth a mighty and regally coiled shit they have their maids and manservants come wipe their asses just like the rest of us common folks do right wrong and if all that doesn't bind us together as humans and show that we're a essentially the same person i don't know what will that's right megan and harry shit just like you ew well they do smells different that's what i was gonna say of course they do shit but does it stink (laughs) they would argue no uh and then hover over a porcelain bidet yeah screw those people might i just can i can i start a little bit of a of a fight here I think you have a producer who is very fascinated with the royal family. Yeah. Who's that? Would you like to give yourself up? Are we talking about Chris? Yeah. He comes from slums. Of course he's fascinated. Because <laughs> I recall having a conversation with him. I was, I mean, I was, this was years ago, and I was bashing them. Like, who the hell cares when the prince is getting married? I don't care. My ancestors fought so that I didn't have to give a shit about what was happening over there. And he's like, no, I just, I'm fascinated by all this. And I'm like, this guy was what dis- the hell is wrong with you? He was discipled by Disneyland, okay? 
He he loves princesses and princes and, and awkward <laughs> kisses from on you know, sleeping women. <laughs> of course, he's gonna like that crap. It's Chris yeah. Cruz for crying out yeah, loud. Yeah, I, I I've never gotten the fascination. There's with... no royalty in Puerto Rico. <laughs> well, there's cartel kings. That's yeah. some royalty. That's some royalty. I don't even know what Puerto Rico's got. I'm pretty by sure way the cartels. Paul brothers rule Puerto Rico at the moment. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, slum lords, <laughs> whatever. But no, I could care less about. It. But I find it fascinating that. Uh, do we have time to play the second South Park clip where they where they really just ragged them? Yeah. Uh, oh, this that, was a, oh, that wasn't ragging. No, that, <laughs> <laughs> you wrote a new book on. <laughs> 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 uh, this, this would this would what'd you say? This is way back. This is 17 years ago. Yeah. Uh, play that clip. You here for an abortion too? <laughs> yeah, I discovered a few days ago I wasn't bleeding out my coos, so I guess I'm knocked up. <laughs> is this doctor any good? Mrs. Garrison? Oh, that's me. Hello, doctor. Looks like I need an abortion. <laughs> an abortion? Yeah, I've got one growing inside me. Now, you're going to scramble its brains or just vacuum it out? <laughs> If you want, you can just scramble it and I'll queef it out myself. <laughs> Mr. Garrison. Mrs. Garrison. Mrs. Garrison, you can't have an abortion. Don't you tell me what I can and can't do with my body. A woman has a right to choose. No, I mean you're physically unable to have an abortion because you can't get pregnant. But I missed my period. You can't have periods either. You had a sex change, Mr. Garrison, but you don't have ovaries or a womb. There you go. There you go. I mean, these guys, and the beauty of what South Park gets away with is they never use anybody's names or anything like that. Right. Like, they call the queen the queen of Canada. Right. So, so right. they never refer to it. You can't sue them. No. But, I mean, stuff like this, where's the lie? Right. I mean, listen, that, that to me is, is, is using something. People are like, oh, you shouldn't make fun of abortion. It's not making fun of abortion. Just pointing out the, the stupidity of how we've denied. Uh, we talked about denying history. Now we're talking about denying biology. So. How long ago was that clip? That was 2005. Wow. Talking about being ahead of your time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they'd still make that today. I think South Park could get away with They're it. They're pretty strong with yeah, that. Yeah, South Park could get away I with I mean, it. if you've ever seen Book of Mormon. Yeah. That's recent. Yeah. Their their musical play, whatever it was. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right, take care of your liver, folks. you got to do it now more than ever. Why? Because the latest data from the American Heart Association indicates that adults with a fatty liver have three and a half times more likely chances to have heart failure than those without. The American Liver Foundation says that 100 million Americans have a fatty liver, which means many people are at risk. So quit throwing everything at your liver, but you're not going to. You're going you're gonna to drink a little alcohol. You're going to take Tylenol. You're going to smoke cigarettes. You're going to take your statins and all this kind of stuff. That's why so many of us have a sluggish, fatty liver that makes us gain weight and lose energy. So now for decades now in your life, your liver has helped you with over 500 key functions every day. It's time to help your liver. There's a solution, Liver Health Formula, an all-natural supplement which contains 12 clinically proven botanicals that help recharge and protect your liver. Manufactured right here in the USA, approved by American doctors, and you can try Liver Health Formula and receive five free gifts when you order today. First, you're going to get a free bottle of NanoPowered Omega-3 to help your heart stay healthy. You're going to get four free eBooks to support every aspect of your health, and you 
could try liver help formula by going to getliverhelp.com slash chat and get those five free bonus gifts. That's getliverhelp.com slash chat. Be right back. Have you have you watched any of this uh, January sixth footage that's been released by Kevin McCarthy to Tucker Carlson? To Tucker? Have I you, haven't seen you it. seen any of that? Uh, I, I didn't even know Tucker had started playing it. I, I'm, I'm seeing, still pissed that he I'm didn't just release stuff. it to the American public. I'm seeing some stuff, and let me just tell you, when it comes to those concussion grenades, the things that we've had guests on talking about mm-hmm. what happened, we've got video proof. These the cops freaking started that. The Capitol mm-hmm. Police started that deal. And you got people saying, listen, nothing was happening. You could see it on video. They start launching those concussion, concussion grenades into the middle of those people who are literally doing nothing. And you're going to see it come out. And you're like, and listen, I don't defend anybody's behavior for any reason. I wasn't there. I, I, I don't know the motivation of other people. I'm just telling you what I'm watching on these videos. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you what I'm watching on these videos. I believe it because before this dropped, I mean, what, a couple of years ago, I saw a video of uh, the cops beating the ever loving yeah. crap out of a woman yeah. who clearly was no threat to them yeah. and beating and beating and beating her. So I, I completely well, believe it. Those of you who want to say you guys are just here to defend January 6th insurrections. Well, why would you defend the justice system arresting people and putting them in solitary confinement without a charge right. for the last two years? That's indefensible yep. when you look at how the American justice system is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. Not giving them due process, not allowing them to talk to their lawyer. Yeah. So my thing is, it's an atrocity all the way around. Mm-hmm. It's so when I'm calling this stuff out, I'm telling you, I'm calling it as I see it on this deal. I mean, listen, the left would rather talk about uh, our mistreatment of, you know, terrorists yeah. in Gitmo yeah. than... The treatment of American citizens yeah. who we don't even know if they actually committed any crime. That's right. So, you know, people are being sentenced to things. I mean, it's and, and I mean, a lot of these people we know personally who have gone through these things. So um, that's that's where we're living in, in this day and age. Y'all ought to be pissed off about this thing. Uh, let's see. What's uh, what? <laughs> oh, and by the way, re- keep. Make sure to, to pay attention to which lawmakers uh, have gone completely silent on this issue and which actually still bring it up. It's very telling. It is very telling. So you're going to see more and more come out. Watch it with a fair and honest mind. I, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm seeing some of the stuff that I'm seeing and I'm going. And you can head over to my Instagram. I'm going to post a clip when I'm done taping here. So by then you'll be able to go back and look at my Instagram and see some of this stuff that uh, some body cam footage there. You can follow me at watch Chad on instagram you can do that on twitter as well at watch chad and uh ah, well the uh the, the uh ohio resident had um, had the epa chief come in to her house we, we, we did this on your show mm-hmm. tuesday mm-hmm. Uh, i think we have that clip this is awkward this is like an snl sketch <laughs> so here so play that clip real quick um they uh it's uh down there at the bottom, somewhere on that first column. But she has these city officials and the governor come in. It's the governor. It was DeWine, too, mm-hmm. right? It was DeWine and the EPA. And they're she... in the kitchen, and she wants them to drink some water out of her faucet. 
And uh, do you have Someone that clip? Wanna there you go. The water? Absolutely. Yeah, I'll oh, absolutely. I'll raise my hand. <laughs> we will. You can serve us up a glass of water. <laughs> and they're all, water yourself. They're all yuck, yuck, yucking it up over a glass of water. We believe in science. And I love how he's so, standing there holding it. And he smells it. Puts it up to his mouth and smells it. Cheers. What are they toasting to? And they drink it. I'll, I'll tell you what I said. Oh, so I can't get enough of it. Ooh, ooh, can't get enough. It was so, such good water. This is fantastic water. How much you want to bet when he, he tilted his head back and then spit it back in there as he was putting that, that cup back go, down? Go scoop some out of the river. Uh, this is what I said on your show is, yeah, it's been through a water filtration plant. I, I get, your, your odds are pretty good that that water coming out of the faucet is okay now. But let's talk a few days down the road when you're, you know, you got your eyes, the whites of your eyes are glowing yellow and, you know, Miss Ohio is fluorescent. Yeah. Let, let's talk about that because I don't know if you guys have ever seen Aaron Brockovich, but, you know, that's kind of what the whole movie was about. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking about Camp Lejeune water. I mean, if you put it on the radio right now, all you hear is, you know, call these lawyers about the Camp Lejeune water. In 9-11, they told them it was safe. And they said it was safe. I, I mean, what? And did you see the Rosie O'Donnell clip where she was just really going off on the EPA? I don't trust the EPA. I don't trust the EPA. Yep. I mean, she. These people. A lot of these folks. A lot of these folks. If they're if they're if they're honest, and mm -hmm. we get away from the cognitive mm -hmm. dissonance, if they're mm -hmm. honest, a lot of these folks are starting to get a little red pilled on this topic mm -hmm. because they've been screaming for environmentalism and climate control and. Uh, climate safety and all this kind of stuff and protecting mother earth and blah 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 and now they're starting to be like uh wtf yeah it's the first time rosie o'donnell has ever had a correct take yeah so congrats on that yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true i don't understand i don't trust the apa Oof, rosie looking rough these days looks like she drank the water <laughs> But I, we'll see. I mean, we may not know for a few years. Well, listen, this is a this is a government who still uh, poisons you by putting fluoride in your public water supply. Right. So I, right off the bat, they're not to be trusted. Right. Yeah. So with your water. This get is a, the same. Get a Berkey. It, I mean, over over the years, how many how many childhood vaccines are there now? 72? 70, 76, I believe. 76 mm -hmm. now? Just keep pumping it full. Mm -hmm. Pumping us full. Mm -hmm. Remember what I said on the show? Uh, I don't listen I've said it before it's not they don't want you dead they want you alive but they want you sick mm -hmm. that's the whole point that way you stay dependent on them anyway not done couple of announcements hang tight we'll be right back Don't forget to uh, sign up for Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash Chad and check out Overtime this week. We've got some good overtimes coming up in the days ahead. Some great guests are going to be with us. Uh, don't forget my flag here. You get that thing on Etsy. You check out my social media, find out where to get it. I'm going to be in Birmingham, Alabama at the Stardome this weekend, Friday, Saturday night. Going to be there with Zach Rushing, Dustin Sims, Jesse Payton. Our Buckwild Comedy Tour is coming to town. And uh, the place is going to be rocking, so do not miss out. ChadPratherLive.com, constantly booking dates and getting more and more places near you. Uh, so check us out, ChadPratherLive.com. And then again, 
AmericanBeautyBySarah.com. And Real Women's Club. RealWomensClub.com. That's right. Uh, we got with that. We're working on that. It's a, it's a project going. You know, somebody sent me a message this morning and said your girlfriend is breaking my wallet, and I'm like, we have some cool simple shirts, but we got some. I got. Some, I'm working on some marketing stuff. That's, you know, that's gonna be a cool little deal. Mm-hmm. And 76forever.com. You've been missing my t-shirts. I hadn't been selling them for like almost six months now. March first week in March. Mm. That's our hope. Anyway, we love you. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thank you.